get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I'm the host of this show. This is episode number... Today, I can't talk. I can't talk. It happens. It happens. It's episode 363, folks. It's bound to happen for me to screw up the intro. You should just say numbers like five or six times. Or we should do like a season two. So that we can go back to episode one, season two. So it's less complicated to say the number saying the number is not complicated i actually kind of like saying it sure? when i'm like damn that's 363 it's just today today okay. my okay. brain and mouth decided to not okay. work in tandem and yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> so it's 363 yep yep i will get it next time um we've got a bunch of different topics to chat about today including Xbox testing a Game Pass family plan, some info about that Pokemon Presents that happened, and something that may be exciting Simon. Yeah, something local. There's a bit of Deus Ex stuff happening, or at least talks of it. But before we do that and chat about all those things, I want to introduce you to the friendly voices around this digital table. Catherine, how you doing? Good. How you doing? I am good. Simon. Hi. Hi. I'm good. I'm good. Had a good weekend. So that's awesome. Ooh, excited to hear more. But before we do that, I want to remind you that if you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games. Or maybe you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash girls on games. We're also taking voicemail messages and talk back in the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, go to the Girls on Games podcast page, hit that little microphone, record us a 30-second little, you know, question, a comment, uh, yell at us, good or bad, (laughs) we'll take it. (laughs) And uh, yeah, you might be hurting the show. Yeah, we love it. So uh, now that Simon has perked my interest, Simon, what were you doing this weekend? (laughs) We had some friends over for the first time... uh non-family so for for to uh for the pool mm. so yeah on saturday we uh it's, it's funny because we had a a family birthday event saturday like morning noon and in the afternoon we had friends over and like so we ended up being extremely social from like 10 in the morning to like midnight and then i told that i'm like we have we are socialed out for the rest of the month of August. We, we don't plan anything else for the month of August. We are done. So uh, yeah, so but that that was really fun. We we had some like five or six people. We it's um it's a uh, corn season, corn or cobs. So so we mm. had uh, we had that with some friends and hot dogs. So it's actually funny because we had um uh we had people from uh, like French people from from France. And um, whenever, because in in French, uh, corn on the cob is blédind, which is literally uh, corn from India. But it's that's just because it's like it's like a colonialism. Because 
when uh, Christopher Columbus came, he's like, oh, this is India. So clearly this is India's corn. Like, not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like to, for, for us to call it Blidane, they were like, what? What are you, ta- what are you talking about? <laughs> and it was just kind of funny to see their reaction and like see them like watch us roll the corn on butter and then put salt in it and then eat it and they're like what are you doing and it's like, like you gotta try it you gotta do how it. else do you eat or corn exactly on the yeah i'm like how we're I not know, giving honestly. anyone we're not giving anyone no because i know people that take a knife and like remove the corn from <gasps> the cob and then eat it on the plate no. and i'm what? like uh, that's no longer no, corn on the cob that's corn off the cob nobody did it at the at the little get together is <laughs> we do not provide <laughs> knives <laughs> When, when you do when you do a corn shucking par- party, yeah. Oh my goodness! It had that. That's a thing. That's a party. That's of a, course. Yeah. That's a thing. Yes. Back. You you host an nipushette where everybody shucks the corn together, what? and then yeah. we boil it, and yeah. then everybody eats corn on the cob. Yeah. Okay. That's a thing. It's a it's a thing. That happens. Okay. And usually you have like sides, like you have hot dogs and burgers to go with it, because yeah. when you eat corn. You eat two, you're full, and then you're hungry 20 minutes after. So you got to have some, yeah. uh, some extra things to go with it. Guys, but, I lived in, in Quebec for 18 years, and I never heard of this. Yeah, but you lived in this city. And there's oh, no yeah. room in this city to do that. It, it's a It's, it's a, a very South Shore thing. Yeah, it's, it's very a backyard. backyard party. No, I've, yeah. had, okay. like, I've, I've had them back home. Like in, okay. In yeah, it's not a Montreal uh, Actu- on the patio thing. It's a really a backyard Actually, thing. <laughs> yeah, last summer, they didn't do it this year, but last summer because of like um, social distancing, whatever, you could only have stuff outside. Yeah. yeah. Uh, our backyard alley type thing, like mm-hmm. the whole like Ruelle, they organized a Ruelle wide Epluchette de Bledin. For all the parents and the kids. is to remove the husk. Exactly. Because yeah. it, it will remove like the, the skin. So like you, you eplush an orange, it's you eplush yeah, an apple. Yeah, okay. you, yeah uh, right. Moving the skin. Yeah, but it's, yeah, so we, we they hosted one last summer. Um, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's, really it's cool. great. So they, they just kind of like had a big thing and then a couple of the neighbors that live more like towards the middle of the alleyway yeah. they kind of like put their barbecue and whatever together and that was like our outdoor kitchen and people just sat there yeah. and social distance and ate corn yeah. on the cob but my wow. point was that like if you host that kind of party everybody has to eat off the cob because everybody looks stupid with corn in their teeth you oh, can't yeah. be the That's only one is. who doesn't have fucking corn in your teeth <laughs> You gotta have butter and salt. I have a mustache, so there's yeah. butter, salt, and corn on the mustache. That's how mm. that's how you gotta do these things. And My, then you uh, save some for later. So when when you lick your mustache, <laughs> it tastes like butter, salt, and corn. It's delicious. But you know what? Like. Um, we we had some corn when we were at my mom's for my brother and my niece's birthday, like last yeah. last a few weekends ago. Yeah. Um, and my sister-in-law just provided this golden nugget. So if you guys uh, do boils with corn, yeah, uh, you keep some of the you keep the water that you cook the corn in. Yeah. So that way, if you have leftover corn on the cobs that are cooked but that you didn't eat. You store them in the cooking water. It'll stay oh. fresher longer. It'll preserve the taste. And then you just remove, like, you just take out, like, that stuff, like, your, basically your pot from the fridge and just stick it back boil on the stovetop, bring it to a boil yeah. again. 
And you're, it's like, and your corn will taste as if you've just freshly shucked it and cooked it. Huh. I gotta be honest, Captain. I've mm-hmm. never had leftover corn in the cob. <laughs> I mean, you're like, when it's is it never happened before. <laughs> it, it's we always had a, we had a few leftovers eating. when we went to my mom's place, but it was um, we tried not to leave leftovers, but I think she had like four left. So at this point, you're like, all right, well, she's like, I'll try the I'll try the trick. Um, and they had it the next day for lunch, and they're like, "Shit, that works, nice." Yeah, um, that's never happened. My uh, my sister has a fabulous. Um, I can't, guess you can't call it a sauce. She puts it all over the corn and cooks the corn on the barbecue that way. It's like a, mm-hmm. Mexican flavors. It's so good, like a rub. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's be, really yeah. tasty. I love it. Uh. Guys, I just ate dinner. So, now I'm hungry again. <laughs> welcome to the Juji Foodcast once Look, again. <laughs> you're, you guys are teaching me things. Like I said, lived in Quebec 18 years. Hey, never ever exactly. heard of this. You know, are, and... yeah, the, um, the the majority of our listeners are from the United States, so they probably have no fucking clue what we were well, talking no, about. Well, no, they probably so explain it to them. They probably have a clue uh, about you know the, they doing like parties around having corn, but probably yeah, just know how it's yeah, tar- sure, called in Quebec. Sure. That's all. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, true, yeah. It's, true, it's true. I don't know what would be the American equivalent. I know, like that, um, in like places like Louisiana, you have a you have a boil. Lo- yeah, the yeah, boil. Yeah, 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 boil. Yeah, yeah. The big, yeah, the with, big boil. Uh, but it's like there's corn in it, but there's also like crab, and a bunch of a bunch of and sausages yeah, and yeah, yeah. whatever else. Oh, so good. Yeah, so good. Pawns and stuff. Oh my goodness gracious! But that's awesome, Simon. I'm I'm happy you're yeah. finally getting a chance to entertain in your space. Yeah, very happy. I mean, it's 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 really fun. We're we're very, um, very lucky to be able to do that, and and just to have some friends over, and uh, and uh, and you know, and we live far-ish, you know, from from Montreal. So mm. all, there's almost always one or two friends with car that pick up everybody else to bring them over. So because you can't Uber from Montreal to my place because that would cost like hundred dollars. So it's not possible. So uh, okay, you really gotta know someone with a car or. or, or know rent something or whatever like that's kind of a kind of a hassle just to go see friends to rent the freaking car so mm-hmm. yeah yeah anyway so yeah very very grateful to have some friends who want to come over and uh, and chill out with us so really cool awesome catherine what'd you yeah. do um i was sick what? <laughs> no well I, my, the, really? my allergies kicked my ass this oh, okay, okay and no but it's like it was a full-on sinusitis uh it was not one brought on by like a virus or bacteria but i spent two days like with a big headache and a bit of vertigo and nausea so um yeah i i didn't do much although last night uh my friend uva texted me and she's like yo our other friend from high school is actually in town like you you want to hang out and i was like just sure i was like show up i'll cook and you know it was still muggy and hot on sunday and i was like we can sit Mm. in the ac and then we can play some games and when they show up like i'm cooking i made like i didn't have like a big meal and my friend alex uh doesn't eat like um pork and or or red meat and and stuff like that like she has Mm -hmm. some like um dietary restrictions yeah yeah so i was like i'll just do uh what i usually do and i did like uh some some stir-fried tofu with vegetables and a homemade sauce with some uh noodles delicious it was amazing and like when they show up i was like almost done cooking 
and Uva just goes, so Alex, she's like, I told you, like, we can just show up. She feeds us and we sit in the AC and everybody's happy. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> That's life, man. <laughs> That's what, like, if you've been friend with people for like fucking 30 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It can't, it should be as easy as text me in the morning. Yeah. Can you, we're, we're hot. Can we come over? Can you feed us? I'm like, I don't have nothing yeah. to drink nor snacks. And they're like, we'll bring that. And it's just like. And I hadn't seen Alex in like fucking at least two or three years because of the pandemic. And it was like we had seen each other yesterday. So fantastic. Yeah. But that was great. But yeah, other than that, I didn't do much. Also, um, if you hear a cat yelling in the background, I am currently cat sitting. Mm. <gasps> she is 17 years old. Yeah. She is very angry that she is not getting wet food for every meal. <laughs> Um, I don't know what happened, but for a week, she was absolutely stoic, just kind of like, I guess she was in shock of being here, but Moved. I'm like, we've cat sit her before, but like, as of yesterday night, she chose violence. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why, because like, she got really meowy when um, my friends were over. Yeah. And so, and like, I've been a friend with Guillaume longer than he's had this cat. Yeah. And like, my friend Uva also knows Guillaume and, you know, we've both of us have helped Guillaume take care of Zena over the past 17 years. So, like, when she when she walked in and she saw the cat, she was like, oh, Zena's here. I was like, yeah. So, like, she spent, a, at one point, she just sat on the floor while we were talking. And she ju was just brushing Zena and whatever Chill and grooming mm -hmm. her and things like that. <laughs> and after my friends left, I guess she was just like, why aren't you treating me like a queen? Yeah, exactly. Uh <laughs> why aren't I the ruler of this, this house? And it was... It, last night it was raining yeah because finally breaking the heat yeah. so at at 1 a.m i had both cat meowing one <laughs> the one because then i don't know what was her problem because i had fed her she had water i had cleaned the litter box and she was just crying like bloody murder and if i didn't know this cat like anybody who had just the 17 year old cat that landed in her house and she's like screaming bloody she's dying with they <laughs> Yeah, she's dying. This is it. Like, my That's friend's going to come back from his trip in Gaspisi and the cat's going to be dead. Well, I know she's just, I'm just like, I just look at her and I'm like, I uh, can't wait for you to go home. Um, Shut your but mouth. yeah, and then Dimitri in the summer, when it's hot, he likes to sleep outside at night. And we do, we let him sleep outside because it is in very your chive box. Yes. Oh my God, that picture was so funny. Yeah. Um, so basically, he just kind of like sits. He sleeps on the back balcony. Like it's like a very like people are like, don't let your cats out at night because it's dangerous. Whatever. I'm like, it's a back alley in Montreal. He legit just kind of sleeps in the grass, or he just I'll open the door and he'll just lay by like by the door and be like, cool. See you, see you in five hours. Like he just likes it outside. But if it's raining, mm. I can't negotiate with him to be like, buddy. It's raining, so I had to lock both cats out of the bedroom, pop in certain earplug, and I actually popped in a melatonin because at this point it was 1.30 <laughs> in the morning and I was not sleeping. My and God. I was just like, I'm about to throw some cats in the garbage. Um, <laughs> How are they getting along, the two of them? They, they ignore each other. Oh, yeah? So they had a few fights to determine the territory. Uh, right now, Zana stole the blue chair, which is the chair in the corner of like our dining room area. Okay. Um, and she sleeps uh, on the back on the bed in my office behind me if I'm not in the office. And then <laughs> Dimitri has the rest. 
out and of course he's allowed to go outside but she doesn't so like it's all right i it's just like she's very much into wet food as in Dimitri would eat half of his food come back later so now i have to like give him his wet food stand guard until he's done eating and then Zena can finish his plate um <laughs> But yeah, I told him when Guillaume gets back to this guy, I'm like, she got double the wet food. I'm sorry if I spoiled her, but it's like, <laughs> at this when is, point, uh, I... <laughs> when are they coming back? Um, they came back from Gaspésie and they were supposed to go for a few days in, uh, at his uh, at his wife's cottage. Okay. But then the kids got sick and now he's sick. So I oh, think cool. they just canceled all of that. And I think once he's not sick anymore and he's, uh, he can confirm that he's COVID negative, he'll come back and get his cat. Okay. Uh, because he basically said it was like for, for the days he's in Gatsby's and then when we come back, he's like, and it was like loosey goosey when they come back. Cause it was just like hanging out with grandparents. So he's like, I don't know, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday ish. I was just like, all right, there's like, just, there's somebody at home all the time. Like usually. Uh, during those days, like just give us a ballpark so we're one of us is here. No mm -hmm. idea, yeah. Uh, and now it's just like we came back and we're all sick. I'm like, cool. Let me know how that pans out for you in the meantime. <laughs> I keep your um, cat. <laughs> I keep this cat, and I get the fuck yelled at. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what happened yesterday. Mm. She just a flip switched in her head. And sometimes, like, I, I watch this cat or, like, my cat, and they have, like, weird out-of-the-blue behavior. And, like, my cat is 14, and this cat is 17. Now, at this point, I gotta ask, like, are y'all senile? <laughs> are you just old and you're like, fuck this? They just want to make noise. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's funny, because we went to, uh, we went to camping a couple of weeks ago. We left Mimi at my parents' place, and, uh... Mimi doesn't say a peep, the quietest cat, you'll never hear or see her almost. And my parents were like, wow, she, she's really chatty. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, she, she would come and, like, meow us at us and, like, wake us up in the morning. I'm like, are you sure you got the right cat? Like, <laughs> <laughs> she, like, she never, almost never meows. She's super quiet. So maybe, like, the change of scenery makes cats go, like, haywire. <laughs> Yeah, the older they get, maybe you know, he's fourteen. So mm -hmm. I don't know, but anyway, I'm I'm hoping that tonight I don't have to do that again because today was hard. Uh, between like the brain fog from the allergies and the brain fog from not sleeping, and for every two hours having some sort of a cat walk in here yelling at me, <laughs> whether it's the cat that doesn't live here or the cat that lives here, both. <laughs> I'm just like, y'all gotta stop. <laughs> I didn't want to have kids for a reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why am I in this situation? Uh, lacking sleep? Slip, like, lacking sleep and having something come at me every hour like, Mom! 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 <laughs> Hilarious. Well, at least with kids, you can ask them what's wrong. With cats, they're just like, you can't, you can't say. Yeah, you give them food, you give them water, you, you pet them, and then an hour after, mom, mom, mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so true. So true. But that's what it is. Yeah, uh, I had a really full packed week. Um, outside of work, 
and it was a short week because we had that vacation day on Monday. We had one of our first uh, live kind of performance events back in the building, which was really cool. Nice. And then on Friday, I went and saw my first EDM show in two and a half years. Went and saw Ooh. Swedish House Mafia. Catherine, that, <laughs> Kat, that probably brought back some memories doing contests for Swedish House Mafia. Oh my God! Yes, because <laughs> they had broken up for a bit, and now they're back together. Because um, they're like a super group. And what else? Then, yeah, my husband is away because he's off at the bachelor party trip for my sister's fiance. So oh. it was me and my sister hanging out. So we went to the EDM show together. Then on Saturday, we were running a bunch of errands. She had to like dress fittings and things like that. And then yesterday, I was over at her in-laws' place because we threw her a uh, wedding shower. So uh, our bridal shower so that was fun all the ladies and a few kids um yeah so it was a full packed week and i got some scary news um and and sad i don't really know where it stands right now but essentially there are some really big forest fires happening in newfoundland right now um and one of them is like five kilometers away from my parents cabin which is like I mean, this place has has so many memories. Like, it was the place where I spent most of my summers. I got engaged there. There's stuff there that's, like, irreplaceable just because of, like, you know, it's, like, stuff from my grandparents and things like that who are gone. Um, But, yeah, we are hoping that it settles down. But some cabins about five kilometers away, um, some already got burnt and stuff. And, yeah, I was helping my dad out a little bit because, obviously, there's gasoline and stuff there. And he didn't want people going over there, like, fire firefighters and stuff in case it went boom so uh Mm. so yeah so helping him with taking some pictures on google maps to to send some people to make sure that uh safety is is covered but yeah folks i know that even in grand falls they were um because my uncle was in the hospital they carted him to st john's because they are doing the first wave of evacuations just in case and all that kind of stuff so like wow and craziness because you know how hot it's been here it's been just as hot in newfoundland and that is irregular so yeah. so yeah stay safe to all the folks out that way because like that that stuff is is craziness i saw some of the videos and pictures of people driving down the highway that goes to my cabin and it's like fire on both sides like it's just it's wild so Oof. uh stay safe everybody i really yeah. hope it works out but you never know right definitely stay yeah safe but outside of that any other spare moment i have had i have been playing games and uh it's been going pretty good Catherine, how goes stray for you it's a slow go but it's very good uh because of like my allergies and whatnot mm. <clears throat> i haven't had the the galls to like sit at my computer mm-hmm. and have 3d things move and i was like that's making everything worse mm. amazing <laughs> So um, I've mostly like been I've mostly been watching stuff on YouTube and TikTok this weekend because of that. But I did manage to play a bit um, and left the slums and got to the second village. Um, and I think now I'm just like, you know what? I'm not gonna go and like get the all the collectibles. I think I'm just gonna play the game and like enjoy the explorations and the puzzles. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's just not super like, long. I was reading it's no. only like 10-ish yeah, hours. Yeah, it's not very yeah. long. Yeah, I'm like three hours, three, four hours in, so I probably have an hour or two. Like, I could probably sit down and bang it out. It's just mm. like 
like I said, like I have issues with PC gaming and my vertigo yeah. and like the allergies right now is just giving me permanent Not vertigo. Helping. So I'm just like, but I want to play, but I can't. Uh, but I got to a place that was really spoopy. There were eyes all over the walls and I was yeah, like, I saw your um, pictures. <laughs> um, this is, I signed up for a game about cat with cute backpack and robots and backpack. Like what is Not this bodily horror? Oh yeah, it reminds me of uh, that one moment in Control. You know when you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It gave me Control vibes, and I was just like, "Can I? Can I use my? Can I use my superpowers?" Um, so yeah, at first I was like, "Where are all the friendly robots?" Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not very horror filled. Like even a wisp like me, I was okay. But like they did a good job of like turning the game on its head like just being like i'm a cat i'm a cat i'm a cat. oh what the fuck like <laughs> shit's happening um so yeah i think i'm just gonna like try to not focus on all the collectathon and like try to like wrangle my focus in to be just like get through the game because like the story and the environmental storytelling is my kind of shit and i'm just like yeah yeah i need to keep playing this and learn what happened to the humans and why we got the robots that gets me every single time about that debate at some point where you're like this is really trogging along at a slow pace i'm like is that because i'm trying to 100 this do i really need to 100 this do i need everything and then i sit there in dilemma and then and like almost like just move forward just move to the next yeah. part of the game just keep going just don't do try and clear thing. the map just keep going because yeah. it's an addiction and to be and to be clear and transparent with everybody who listens to this podcast if ever you're new to this podcast like if leah or i complain that we're stuck in a game or we're not moving fast enough it is a hundred percent of us problem yes <laughs> Yes. It is like we're just looking at all the icons on the map. We're looking at the um, the achievements, reading or everything, the trophies, <laughs> and everything, and we're just like trying to min-max it. <laughs> it's just like we're just like, ooh, what's over there? Ooh, what's over there? Ooh, you want me to collect sheets of music? So of course, I'm gonna like scour the slums and find eight sheets of music for you, robot with a guitar. Yes. And then, like five hours later, people are like, "How are you still on the first chapter?" And they're like, "I don't know." <laughs> Because I've been exploring. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a thing. Uh, Simon, last time we yeah. spoke, you were playing yeah. Monster Hunter Rise. Are you still playing oh, yeah. Monster Hunter Monster Hunter Rise? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it's uh, yeah. I got to the um, to the the expansion. So Sunbreak. Uh, we um, so the expansion came out. I want to say a month or two ago. And everyone was raving that it's really good, it's awesome, it's really fun, no, 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 but I, I'm just beginning it, so, but it's cool, because you get to a new zone, and you get to a new, um, uh, like, to new people, and new quests, uh, new monsters and stuff, so, yeah, it's been, I mean, I'm having an awesome time playing the game, and it's, it's really cool, because, like, I play it on PC with mouse and keyboard, because mm -hmm. I'm playing the, um, I'm playing a, a bow gun, so I get to, um, I get to shoot monsters in the face and actually be able to aim properly without having to use a controller. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty neat. And uh, yeah, I'm having, I'm having a good time. It's really, I mean, if you're on the fence about, I, don't, I, I know a lot of people started playing Monster Hunter in World, which was the last game they made. Mm -hmm. um, it's not as, um, <coughs> it's not as polished, I would say, as World. Like World has a lot of, um, 
you know, little things, you know, little details in the maps and in the characters' interaction and in, in the animations because it was a PC-only game. So they weren't, like, um, restricted with it with the, um, the way that they were building it, mm-hmm. like, uh, like Rise, because Rise is on Switch primarily. Um, but if you're on the fence, honestly, really, like, go get it. It's, it's, it's definitely much, much easier to get into the game compared to the other monster hunters like i tried playing um the last one which was generations i think before world came out and i just i could never get into it just because it was like the movement felt off like everything just kind of felt off which was probably 100 percent my fault because that's just how monster hunters games were but i just i just really couldn't get into it and then world was kind of the one that they made so many quantity of life changes that it was like okay now it's worth kind of learning how to make this happen and um yeah rise brought a lot of those quality of life stuff within it as well so yeah i'm having a good time and i'm gonna be playing that game for a long long time you've already got like 46 hours in right 48 yes and, I, and I, when did I you start <laughs> two a, a week and a half ago okay i, I think terrible. i said a week in the podcast but i think it's, it's actually a week and a half because okay. i bought it a week uh, and a half yeah yeah, still, nice. No. <laughs> nice. Along with a full pack day of having people over and uh, and working yeah. Monday to Friday, yeah. and <laughs> you come you home, know, you eat, you go, and you start playing. I get it. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I make I make dinner, and then once soon as dinner's done, that's that's what it is. <laughs> nice. Totally understand that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm still in the middle of Stray. I've been playing Power Wash Simulator still, but. I decided to pick up a game on Steam. There is a game on early access called Settlement Survival. It's uh, if anybody is familiar with Banished, which is a game that I haven't played Uh before. But uh, I saw after everybody's been talking about how this relates to Banished. I'm like, now I'm going to have to go play Banished. Um, It's a city builder. So, um, yeah, with people who are... uh, or you're starting a settlement and you start with just a few people and then you get immigrants and people have babies and you farm and you do the things and you make research and you, you know, start mining and making things and making alcohol and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy the style of it. It's uh, definitely considering it's an early access game. Um, pretty darn balanced. Um yeah. yeah, I'm having a lot of Settlement fun with survival? it. Settlement Survival? Settlement Survival. It's 1749 okay. um, on okay. the Steam Store in Canada. It's available for both Windows and Mac. Um, oh, yeah. It's by the developer and, and publisher, Gleamer Studio. Who has it? Ari has it? My girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course she does. There are also... Um, you know, like things like disasters, like drought and stuff, fire and things like that. Um, but I don't have that turned on right now because I'm in the beginning modes and I already started mm-hmm. one land and then decided to move on to another one as I am learning things. Um, you can shape the landscape apparently uh, as well, which I haven't gotten into. Um, but yeah, so far I'm uh, really digging it. I, I'm eight hours played. What is this thing? 8.1 hours played. I love Steam for that. So easy to tell. So yeah, I've been playing that and preparing myself because tomorrow, two point campus releases and it's on Game Pass and I already have it pre-installed and I cannot wait because I really enjoyed two point uh, hospital. 
Yeah, yeah, two point hospital. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm watching some Let's players now, trying to get some like pro tips and stuff. People who had uh, started it early uh, or got into it early in order to do some Let's plays and things like that. And uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty stoked. I think I don't know my my gusto for games is back after being on a little bit of a meh for a bit, a uh, not knowing what to do. Uh, you know, between all these different things I've been playing over the last little while, and there's a ton of stuff coming. And I feel like there's a lot of games that I've had my eyeball on that are more like indies and stuff that are coming near the end of the year i'm super stoked about that i do think we should actually uh bring back the indies to keep your eye on um episode mm. and do that again the, the next few weeks yeah the we tiny sh- game hype cast yeah i think we should do yes. that again because there's a lot of stuff coming so um yeah and you know between like bear and breakfast which i'm just waiting for to come on switch and like uh the coral reef coral no hold on there's another one that's coming early access in october too that looks like phenomenal there's so much stuff out there right now that i think we're due so uh maybe we should put that on the list maybe once i'm back from uh back from the wedding because uh yeah simon i feel you it's been a lot of uh of socializing lately and (laughs) Yeah, there's even more to Kinda come. Done. There's <laughs> even more coming. Like I'm going home on the 22nd, so for the wedding. So yeah, it's gonna be lots, lots to do. I can't believe it. It's right around the corner. Summer's almost over too. Which I love summer, but like it's too bloody hot right now in Toronto. Oh no, no, no. fuck summer, man. It's it's all about winter. <laughs> Honestly, it is. It is rainy like dark and 15 degrees today in montreal oh, and it's so good it's fall weather it's I so delicious wish it was 30 30 something plus humidex outside earlier and i went to try on my dress there the seamstress where i get my where i'm getting my dress fitted um for my sister's wedding is across the way and it has a very open back so i have to tape and i'm really happy i got to do the boob sweat tape test today <laughs> in the monster heat to make sure that this is gonna work for the wedding because i really hope it's not gonna be this hot in uh two and a half weeks in newfoundland but uh because yeah like i said they've had 30 plus degrees which is rare for them Uh, i think that's probably partially the fires as well all right let's talk some news you guys ready yeah cool All right, let's talk about some news. Catherine, mm-hmm. one of the things that I have been waiting on bated breath for is finally being tested. What is it? Game Pass Family Plan. Game we Pass, pass family, family Plan. plan. Game, Game Pass, pass family, family Plan. plan. Yes. <laughs> so um, they're testing right now in Ireland and Colombia. Cool. But essentially, they are taking what they're doing for Office 365 and applying it to Game Pass. Um, so, mm. one account, five people. Very cool. They don't need to, le- to live at the same address. Very cool. Um, and so, right now, the family plan is €21.99 Euros per month which is around 24.99 US. So I'm thinking it's going to be like 30ish dollars Canadian. It's per month. Not part of Ultimate. It's separate from Ultimate. Is it like Family Plan Ultimate? Did they make um, any distinction on that? It says it's only Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for the Family Plan. Okay, so you so need to have fi- Ultimate then plus Family Plan kind of on top of it. Yeah. But it's like just ultimate is fifteen bucks a month. Yeah, so true, true. If the family plan is twenty five. 
for an extra 10 bucks a month you have five people yeah like it, it's like right now i'm on a nintendo family plan with like a bunch of random people yeah. <laughs> because we wanted to split the cost like game pass could be that like i could start like totally split split this yeah. five ways with five of your friends fuck it might actually be interested. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think that is well overdue. I mean, it's something that we said has been missing for a bit. Um, mm -hmm. Where I like this, and I'm sure, Catherine, you deal with it all the time. Um, Mike has to play games that are in Game Pass that are in my account. You probably yeah. deal with a similar thing when Pascal wants to play MLB The Show or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so right now, the way it works is that like I install the games yeah. with, with my account. And then I keep my account auto-logged in mm -hmm. into the Xbox so that when he launches his account, the games are authenticated and he can play them with his account so that he, I don't have like a bunch of MLB and NHL EA Sports. <laughs> but it also shows like because I linked my account to my Discord like at random times during the day and I'm like... Yeah, you on play MLB during the day. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm a... I'm on Discord, like I'm on a work Discord too. Like it's not, it's not for official communication. It's unofficial, like for social and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But like during the day, it's just like it's really funny. You can see me playing MLB, and then if I launch my build of For Honor because I'm testing something, it's just like competing for like what game am I playing? But like it's really weird. I've... But yeah, that's the thing though with game the family plan they yeah. say that you won't be able to sh do the console sharing anymore so that means that if you share a console with a second account that second account's going to be has to be on the on the family plan, plan. i get that uh, yeah. okay i get that yeah that um <laughs> that whole thing in discord caught me off guard the other day because i was playing settlement survival uh, survival and one of the guys from the leaders podcast started asking me questions about it he's like oh you're playing this and i was like oh yeah i forgot i connected that <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah I'm. He, uh, he, go ahead. You can also connect your Spotify. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I had that for people a bit talk too. to you I about Spotify. Uh, about oh yeah, I like this band too, and I was just like, how did you know she was listening? Oh right, they connected their Spotify. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People can stalk you more efficiently. Totally. Um, yeah, I. This is great. Uh, this is totally what was needed because there are all, the the benefit of this is that there are many 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 families out there that would yeah. want to and would benefit from something like this and you can't always have you know if you've got multiple people playing at the same time like what mike and i would run mm. into sometimes too is like we, we want to do something together and i would be doing it in the back on the xbox the back room well in the room mm -hmm. i'm in right now and then he'd boot up the one in the front and then it would dis automatically disconnect me because i auto log in, in the front one when it turns on for the same reason that you got it set up cat so it's just like oh this is frustrating but now we'll hopefully have a new solution yeah i'm as soon as it's available i'm like setting it up and i'm adding pascal and uh yeah so that because he's connected my uh microsoft account so that he could play the pc games yes. and we had issues at one point where my account overtook his account for his computer because he didn't he hadn't set up his microsoft account completely yeah. with a mic with a microsoft 365 account that's the and reason it, why i can't it, have game pass on pc because it interferes with my work account <laughs> yeah so it fucked everything up uh, oh. we, it took a while for us to like fix it um but yeah like because i was just like that's stupid because like yeah. 
keys on his dad's Microsoft 365 account for Office so that they can share their license for like mm-hmm. Office and mm-hmm. and like OneDrive yeah. and things like that. And it's just like so fucking easy. I'm yeah. like, how have they not figured that out Made for that, yeah. Xbox? Um, at the same time, I'm like, maybe it's the like infrastructure and maybe the licensing deals with the third party pub- games yeah. and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. But it's like my Nintendo Online launched or near launched with the family plan. Like we've had ours for a while. Like I, I never paid for Nintendo Online on my own that mm-hmm. I can remember of. And like it's like we share it. So every year it cost me like ten bucks, maybe like eight or ten bucks. Barely, I, forget, like, I, think it's, I think it's like twenty something bucks. On its yeah, own, because I just split. pay buy it for yeah. myself, and I was like, "Oh, a year's up. Another year has gone by. I'm paying yeah. for this again." We, we like split it six ways or whatever. Yeah. Um and it's like, and even my my YouTube premium, um, it's just like I, it's a family plan. Yep. I pay like whatever per year. I think it's like what. It's not that 20, much. 20 or something a year. Or I don't know. It's yeah. not much. My mom pays for that. And then I pay for the Apple family plan stuff because Mike wanted extra storage base in iCloud. So I added mom and dad to that too so that they could have Apple TV and stuff. So that's how we've kind of yeah. like traded it. And, and meanwhile, Netflix is like, we're going to stop account sharing. I'm like, just make a, make make a, a family, family plan. plan. Make a family charge, plan for Charge an extra ten dollars per month or barely family plan like it's just like that's what xbox is doing they're like adding ten dollars on top of it giving us yeah say like you can add up to five people netflix do the same thing disney plus do the same thing like honestly it's just like people will pay if you make it fucking easy for us to just yeah we don't want the stupid lower price tier with ads in it come on none of that nonsense netflix nobody wants that that's like the same things that we we keep saying with video games and like you know and remakes and and all that stuff like just like make it available and people will buy like nintendo stop making it so fucking convoluted to access like older games just make it available and people will buy it and be happy to get it like it's that now we have to pirate stuff you know it's the same discussions that we had Back in the early two thousands, with with all the um, mm-hmm. the uh, the DM, uh, not the DMRs, the um, D- DRMs. DRM stuff, DRMs exactly. At one point, like stop doing that because you're just like pissing people off, and it's it's having more issues. Just make your game available, the like DRM free. Like look at GOG, that's what they did. Good old games, and mm-hmm. that's what Epic's doing, and everything. And it's like, yeah, not perfect, awesome. You get your game, and you get to play it, like. Mm. I, I'm, I'm more like gamers are more likely to be happy to pay for a game if it's not extremely restrictive. So it's yeah, I don't know. If it's, it's easy, like if it's like if it's easily oh, doable. I yeah. gotta down, like I gotta find a torrent. I gotta download it. Blah blah blah. Could and, be risky, like, you know. Yeah, and on the side, yeah. they're just like, we'll sell it for you for ten bucks. It's just like fucking ten bucks. Let's go. Let's I mean, go. it's already yeah. an, it's already an expensive hobby. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you know, we're we're spending thousands of dollars on our PC gaming setups or on our console setups. You know, like at this point, what's ten dollars for a game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like I realize it's a very privileged, and there's a lot of people there. Like, if I spend ten dollars on a game, I'm not eating. I'm like, yeah, you no, fucking for sure. Touring that shit, like, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have disposable income. We're, yeah, we could support the industry so that people that can't afford it can like steal it, whatever. And once you can afford it, you can be lazy like us and just throw money at a store and get it, yeah. but make it easy for us to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Make it and they will come. Agreed. What's the next story you got for us, Kat? A little quick one about money. Uh, So we know that Belgium famously passed a law uh, against restricting loot boxes. Mm -hmm. However, a researcher uh, named Leon Y. Zhao argues that it did nothing. Um, Basically, the Gaming Commission put a law in effect in 2018, um, not longer after they were deemed unlawful by the Netherlands Gaming Authority because they were like, this is gambling. Mm -hmm. And uh, Zhao is a researcher of video game law, and he found that it's been easy for developers to circumvent said law. Yeah. Uh, So nothing has been enforced, nothing has changed. And the loot boxes are still everywhere and they're still as mm. predatory. So right now, I mean, unless they plan to, I guess, outright ban them. But like the UK government said it wouldn't move to outlaw loot boxes and instead called on game developers to regulate the mechanic themselves. Like, <laughs> Which, yeah, that's the... No, no, no! Just regulate it yourself. Everything's yeah. we trust you to. That's do That's like the police uh-huh. investigating the police violence, police yeah. brutality. Like that's gonna go well. We invested. Our, we investigated ourselves and found we did nothing wrong. Didn't exactly. that happen for Activision not too long ago? Yep. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they investig. They looked into the claims of harassment internally, and they were like, "Oh, we found out we didn't do shit wrong. Yeah, everything was like, good. Oh, yeah, we did, we had to of course. Do it. You're not gonna slap uh-huh. your own hand on the back." Yeah. My goodness gracious. So essentially, Belgium put in this rules, told everybody to self govern, and nothing changed. Mm. Nothing changed. I think <laughs> at this point, it's just going to have to be find a way to make that these loot boxes don't make as much money for developers. Like, I, I'm, I'm honestly, like, after playing so much Overwatch and getting frustrated that event after event, like, Three or four years I played this fucking game, never got the Beach McCree skin that I wanted. Yeah. Uh, because he says it's high tide and so it's Beach high noon. Cassidy? <sighs> sorry. Right. I'm sorry. Cole Cassidy. Right. Um, it's just burnt into your brain at this point. Yes. But it's like he says it's high tide and of high noon. And I thought that was hilarious and I wanted that skin. But because of loot boxes, I never got it. Oh, that sucks. And now, now that I work on a game like For Honor, which like is rifled with microtransaction but it they are at face value yeah. as long as it's you're straight like, up it's like here's the battle pass here's mm. what's included here's points that you gotta grind to activate the tier to get said battle pass item yeah. mm-hmm. and it's just like there's a tier you can get for free there's a premium tier you activate if you buy the battle pass and if you buy the battle pass at the end of the season we will react retroactively give you all the tiers the shit in the tiers that you previously unlock if at the end of the season you're like oh shit i really want that weapon skin oh. um things like that which is like at least tell me what i'm getting and like now that a lot of games do that mm-hmm. a lot of games have like battle pass mechanics that will give you like extra you know like grind more xp and be able to like accumulate more in-game currency to then spend it to unlock on your customization instead of like being like you could get it through a random mechanic that's why i hate gacha games yeah yeah i'm just like if if let me bra like if you want my money (laughs) let me buy what i want and i will (laughs) i will totally 
spend money I'm gonna straight up buy the, the thing that i want <laughs> that i that i want and it's yeah. like i'm i'm not against like purchasing some in-game currency to mm-hmm. then spend it on stuff like i've never i haven't done it in a long time because i haven't played a lot of those games recently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and in for honor i have a dev cheat that unlocks everything <laughs> <laughs> I also, developer I also privilege yeah. i also don't actually play the game but it's just like you know when you look at the sentiment from the community and like a lot of the games that have good community sentiment are the games that have like monetization that is respectful of the player's resources and mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, that makes like, a big difference a lot of like these like seasonal temporary content that do well no matter the game I'm not just like touting for honor here, but like any, any, any game that is online that has seasonal events, they let you complete whatever that content, you can complete it in half the time that it's live. Mm -hmm. So if something is live for two weeks, if you play casually during the first week, you can probably get to half to 75 to 100% of it easy. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the stuff that I see, like, that the games are doing well, you can grind a lot of stuff in a weekend or two. And it's live for, like, three or four weekends. Mm. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is what we need. Like, gamers are old. We don't have time, but we have money. <laughs> like, yeah. Especially, yeah, millennials. Well, Gaming millennials. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that's why I'm, like, I'm looking at these loot box mechanics, and I'm just like, wow, like, can we, can we stop we stop like if it's five dollars to unlock all the characters i will give you five dollars yeah on your yeah. mobile game that yeah. i will play for a week like, i don't care give the option you know i think that's what, yeah. like that's what's cool is just get the option to do that if you want to mm-hmm. yeah i i get what it's tied to and like you know we've all been there like as kids buying pokemon cards or match yeah. the gathering cards yeah. and you know things like that but it's like at one point this is digital and for me all games have a shelf life where i will eventually stop playing them so yeah i might as well just put the money i want to put in while while i'm enjoying the game agreed i'm also i'm also pro like i'm not gonna give anybody microtransaction like i'm just gonna buy the game and play and like i'm against microtransaction i'm like that's also good that's your prerogative Mm -hmm. you can ignore all the trends as long as the game lets you grind it without spending money for me spending money is i have more t- more money than time mm-hmm. sort of thing Gesundheit. excuse me excuse you indeed you're right anyway now. that was that yeah, was sorry. my rant that's okay cat it's a good rant Oot. it's a good rant but now we're on to another new story to be done in a day you got to do it yes pokemon presents we talked yeah. about this last week because it was supposed to happen but we were too much in advance and it did happen. Mm. Simon, yes, did. what did you see that was exciting to you, my friend? Uh, some news about, you know, Pokemon Go, Pokemon Unite, Pokemon Masters, Cafe, nobody gives a shit. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Of course, <laughs> a lot of people play that game. But yeah, those are um, some cool updates. I'm honestly, you know, talking about Gacha game, Pokemon Masters EX. I remember um, playing that game when it first came out on, on mobile. Mm-hmm. And I was reading that it's like apparently pretty not not too predatory <laughs> in terms of uh of gacha game like mm-hmm. it's one of the good ones out there so uh yeah maybe i'll give it a shot at one point uh but what everyone wanted to know about was pokemon scarlet and pokemon violet yeah um, yeah so we got a little bit of a look at the new region paldea 
as well as the uh, two legendary Pokemons, which are associated to uh, each of the game's version. Uh, so you have Coridon, who will be with Pokemon Scarlet, and you have Maridon, which will be with Pokemon Violet. And just like in Pokemon Legends Arceus, you'll be able to ride them to traverse the world. So uh, you'll be able to uh, be a motorcycle. You'll be able to um, uh, glide with them so you can up in the air. So there's all those little mechanics that were in the uh, in, uh, Pokemon Legend Arceus that they're bringing to the open world nature of uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which I think is pretty cool. Um, one thing that's really stupid, though, is that Coridon has fucking wheels on his body, but he runs with his legs. <laughs> What's the point of giving him wheels if he's not going to use his wheels? Anyways, that was my little what the fuck were they thinking Are moment. you not picking Scarlet then? <laughs> I'm going with Violet because, like, if I can be a Tron Pokemon kind of riding thing, I'm into yeah, that. Yeah, no, well, that's no. He uses like the other one, um, Rhydon uses his legs, uh, his his wheel, so that's totally fine. Like, yeah, he has he has a wheel in his body, he uses it, but the other one doesn't for some reason. So, okay, uh, and um, it's honestly for me, it's going to depend on which game uh, um, Arcanine is on. So. If Arcanine is in, in, usually they separate him in one of, he's one of the Pokemons that usually separate, so uh. um, it'll have to, uh, we'll have to see in which one he's in. There was a uh, nice shot, though, in the video that they showed of, like, Arcanine and, and yes. Growlithe's kind of, like, yes. Rompson in a field. Yeah, honestly, the um, the Arceus version of Arcanine is one of my favorite iterations that they did. He looks really, really awesome, and I'm really, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that they, um, uh, that they that they bring him back at one point because I really enjoyed his his design, and he, I don't know he's one of the most popular Pokemon's as well. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and they also added a uh, a new system called uh, Crystallization, which is like it's like similar to Gigantamax, I guess. So you'll be able to um, uh, to I guess crystallize your Pokemon with a certain item, which will make them change types. Yeah. Uh, so you'll be able to have like an, an an Eevee that's ice type because you're using an ice crystal. It's not super clear exactly how that's going to work. Um, but raids are back, so just like in uh, in Sword and Shield, you'll be able to uh, to run around in open areas and do raids with other people. So you'll be able to get Pokemon's in that. Um, crystallization seems to be kind of focused on those raids for 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 from what we saw so far um so yeah that's i always enjoyed those little things uh you know we were a bunch of people playing pokemon um sword and shield when it came out mm -hmm. and we're like almost 10 people in a, like a little discord uh, it's actually on facebook group talking about uh about pokemon and trading and then doing raids and stuff that was pretty neat so i hope that that uh, that's that's what it is and then you have the um uh a, a treasure hunt which is uh, kind of the main story, but you'll have three different ways to do this main story. So you can decide to, to finish the main story. You have to you have to go through three different paths. One of them is the traditional defeating gyms, uh, defeating trainers at gyms in any order that you want. So you're not on a set path to really go from gym one to two to three. You can do them in any order you want. Not sure how they're going to manage levels, but I'm sure they'll figure it out a way. And then the other two ones were kept secret. So who knows what's going to happen? Like what the other story modes are, but I thought that would, that was an interesting. I really like the idea of not being limited to doing 
the the exact same route as everybody else. So you can check, pretty much go to any gym you want to you want to uh, you want to do first. I thought that was pretty neat, and hopefully that it's well implemented. And uh, yeah, that's that's what we got. That's what we got for uh, Scarlet and Violet, which is coming out pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, I watched um, Austin John plays. He when they put up the press kit or whatever it was for on the Pokemon website, um, mm-hmm. there was like an eight K map that was available oh, and wow, he okay. like scanned the entire map and just kind of like talked through what he thought might be there and all this kind of stuff nice. it's a really interesting map there's a lot going on this i don't know if it's bigger than any of the other games but it gives me those vibes that it is quite vibe, large yeah. yeah and um apparently and then i'm 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 I saw that real quick on Reddit, and I thought it was funny. Apparently, one of the characters is already having bisexuals up in a fit, uh, which is uh, Grusha or Grusha. Yeah. And uh, yeah, apparently, um, well, he had he identifies as a he, mm-hmm. um, but like he has very feminine features. So mm-hmm. apparently, it's he's already a mega hit with that community. So wow. I thought that was pretty interesting about you know considering Pokemon's so Nintendo has been pretty. Uh, pretty uh how do you say um open well yeah more and more i would say i mean mm-hmm. in the past not really but more and more they've been a bit yeah. more open about that so um and um we did get a new screenshot of lechonk so i I'm, i want everyone to join the, the lechonk um yes the cult the lechonk mm-hmm. cult i think it's mm-hmm. important to I- make sure that you realize what lechonk is uh so go look up pictures of lechonk if you don't know what i'm talking about it's important and that's it. There so was also cool a doe dog. Fido. Yeah. Yeah. Fido. The doe dog. Yeah. Fido. Yeah. yeah he looks true, super cute. True. And the evolution well. of Lechonk has to have thick with two C's in it, or I'm going to be severely disappointed <laughs> in the Pokemon company. Severely disappointed. disappointed. That's amazing. Yeah we'll, yeah. we'll we'll see. We'll have to see what they end up doing with Lechonk. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. They better so, yeah. not segregate him to one game over the other. Only disappointing. Uh, well, you no. Usually the um, have haven't they done that? Usually the new Pokemon's. I don't know. Often or in like all in both games, and it's the older Gen ones now that are kind of separated. Maybe into, I forget. I, I didn't forget. know if there was a rhyme or reason to how they did those things because it is the Pokemon kind of thing. There is rhyme or reason. They want you to buy both games. Yeah, no. <laughs> or they want you to to uh, trade with friends. So. Yeah. Well, I'll trade. Yeah. Uh, Simon, what's going on with Deus Ex? Yeah. yeah, so uh, a little while ago, I'm not sure if we talked about it, um, but a little while ago, uh, Square Enix sold some of its properties to a company called Embracer Group, mm-hmm. and um, one of the things that they sold was the uh, uh, Crystal Dynamics, Tomb Raider IP, and the um, Deus Ex franchise. So, from what we've seen so far, so this rumor came out comes out from Jeff Grubb, uh, who apparently is one of the most prolific insider. Uh, I I don't know him, but Leah's nodding very. The, he uh, is very very well so. contacted <laughs> or very exactly. well connected in the video connected game with world. Other people. So yeah. coming from him, apparently it's uh, it it means a lot. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's in. He said, and uh, quote, "It's early." The rumblings I've heard is that the studio wants to immediately get into Deus Ex. They want to get right back into into that. They want to challenge 
the, what they want to do. They want to challenge Cyberpunk 20... Uh, they want to do what Cyberpunk 2077 couldn't and stuff like that. That's the word going around. We'll see if that happens. It's so early, like, like what that will turn into. Mm-hmm. But there was no possibility for that conversation to begin under the current Square Enix, right? Which is true. Square Enix had no intentions to make another Deus Ex game for some reason. So, um... You know, for those who are long fans of the podcast, you'll know that Deus Ex, uh, Mankind Divided was one of my favorite games. Still is one of my favorite games. Unfinished, unfortunately. Um, clearly that game was, I was cut off uh, to make a release date or something. The story was never really finished properly. Uh, it kind of ended abruptly. Um, I did. I never played the second game. Uh, Human, oh no, Mankind Divided is the second one. I think Human Revolution is the first one. Uh, I didn't play, I never I, I, I played it a little bit. I played maybe like five or six hours and I just really couldn't get into it. Mm. Um, maybe I can try again. Maybe this time I, w- I, w- I will get into it. Uh, but I'm, I'm happy. Honestly, I hope that they actually do make that game. They actually make it interesting. Uh, as well as bringing back Elias to Fexis yes. as Adam Jensen. <laughs> Friend of the show. Because <laughs> that's got to happen. Yeah, that's, that's you know, uh, love him as, as Adam Jensen. Hopefully they bring back Adam. I think he was a cool character and... Uh, there was a lot of stuff happening with him so mm-hmm. yeah i'm uh i'm excited cool and uh last little bit of, bit of news uh which is uh, pretty cool for ps5 owners like me who apparently is a pretty big market who play on on their uh pc monitor um so ps5 has introduced uh, ps5 playstation has introduced a a new beta firmware um that uh, I'm trying to get it, but I'm not. I'm not. A, I've signed up and everything, but I can't get it myself. But uh, that uh, that new beta firmware uh, will add, among many other features, 1440p support. Ooh. Um, so 1440p right now is pretty much the sweet spot uh, for gaming monitors and for on PC in terms of performance versus price versus um, quality, uh, and apparently. PlayStation knows about that because they decided to bring that up. Uh, so uh, um, I'm very happy because I am one of those gamers who has a 1440p gaming monitor, and I play my PS5 on my 1440p monitor. So I'm uh, I'm excited to see how that's gonna gonna come out for the games and what's gonna change also for the menus and everything. Uh, Digital Foundry did a really good video on it, um, explaining the differences and also the advantages of the downscaling and the downsizing that they're doing. And apparently, it's very good news as well for um uh for uh 4k not 4k but um 2k 120 hertz apparently if you have a tv that does that uh apparently like the the way that you can kind of trick your tv into downsizing different resolutions and stuff uh apparently it makes a big a big boost in terms of of graphic fidelity so some good stuff digital foundry again still doing amazing things in in tech so go go check that video out but uh, i thought it was pretty cool since I'm, that's if funny, if, funny enough, something that I actually thought about a couple months ago while playing the show. I'm like, why, why, like, why can I only do 1080p and 4K? Why doesn't it have like the mid ground between the two? That's kind of stupid that they don't put that. And then it's like they read my mind, and two months ago they're like, hey, <laughs> let's let's add that, and why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and also folders. Just a little quick thing as well. Folders. Uh, now you can put your games. Uh, that's something that uh, I think was in PS4, but they kind of removed in the PS5, uh, the UI. 
and now they're bringing it back so you can give uh they're calling it game lists okay uh, so you can so you can uh put your games into those different kind of folders uh, so you know your your play every days or your once in a while or whatever so you can kind of uh uh make your screen a bit more to your liking uh at the beginning so yeah some pretty pretty cool stuff that's cool. happening i've never really used the any of the organization tools too much on the on the consoles the only thing that i did do yeah. is on xbox i made a pin group that was just all the like netflix and disney plus and crave and prime yeah. and all well, that I kind think of that's stuff probably the same thing you'll be able to do that like a, a box that's like just um streaming services and then a box this game so you know you have all your things mm-hmm. set up in like in in, in your, your your main page you can just kind of get to it right away so maybe that's what they're going for but yeah maybe cool things yeah more more customizability is always a good thing yes sir yes it is cool well that pretty much closes out this podcast for this week as always i want to invite you to check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca for links to all the stories mentioned in this episode Catherine, thank you so much for doing that every week if, <laughs> um if you could do us a big favor and if you have the power on the podcasting platform where you are listening to us to either rate or review the podcast we would much appreciate that why helps with discovery we go and read the comments and all that jazz so much appreciate if you can go in and do that um as usual i would like to thank everyone on this panel for coming to hang out with me and chat video games and this is the moment for them to shout out their social media handles so you can follow them everywhere online Catherine, where can people find you my dear uh, for photos of my cat sleeping in my chives. CSDSBINS says to be on Twitter and Instagram. Awesome. But I mostly hang out in the Girls on Games Discord. Uh, Sweet. Yeah. Like most of us. Simon, yep. what awesome yeah. human or cute fuzzy creature are we following today? Or music, maybe. <gasps> let's talk music. Ooh, let's talk music. Yeah, so so two little things. Uh, first off, if you haven't watched the new Gorillas um, video clip for the song, um, gosh, I forget the name. I've been only listening to it for like Cracker Island. <laughs> it's called Cracker Island. <laughs> I've been listening to it today, like yeah, like three times a day, every day for the last couple of weeks now. Um, <laughs> it's fantastic. It's classic Gorillas. Uh, it's Gorillas with Thundercat. So if if you know who Thundercat is, he's a wonderful uh, bassist musician who does really funky, um, kind of out there kind of music. Uh, and uh, so he collabed with Gorillas to make a really banging tune. So go check that out. Cool. And um, as well for fans of uh, Viking Power Death Metal, the new Amon Amart album is out. Oh. And it's uh, pretty good. It's, nice. pretty, it's pretty decent. It's, uh, again, you know, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll sound like an old fart. Not as good as their old stuff, but it's still pretty good. Nice. It's, uh, if you want to get pumped up before going to the gym, uh, just put on some Amon Amart and you should be pretty good. Mm. There have been a lot of very, very good album releases this year. Mm. Like... It's been a good year in music between like Don FM by the weekend and Harry Styles album. Lizzo's album's really good. I wasn't really vibing with Beyonce's, not gonna lie, though the, the single that she put out was is great, but the rest of it, it's alright. Not my thing. Um but yeah, outside of that, there's been a lot of good stuff and uh it's super exciting. My favorite band, The Midnight, actually has an album coming out September 9th too. So I'm nice. pretty excited. I love the Midnight. Uh, some really good stuff. They've got some like I think there's four singles out right now, so go check it out. I may have purchased the fancy Lenticular three <laughs> record vinyl set in advance. Nice. <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> oh, and for hockey fans, the World Junior uh, Championship starts tomorrow. Oh, that's and, true. And uh, there's two of the Habs prospect are playing there, so it should be really cool to watch them play. Nice. Yeah, whatever. Today on ESPN2, there was the uh, Excel Esports Championships. Oh yeah, What's and it the was Excel, lit. Excel like like the spreadsheet, the Microsoft Excel. Okay, yes. what? Okay, oh, wait. now this. So this, they we don't want to put actual sport, but they're doing that. Oh yeah, let's let's no, let's we need to because I know I need to know what this is because I've never heard of this before. What is the Excel esports championship? Like, what do you do? How fast can you make a script to run something to build Listen. tables or what? It just it just fucking popped up on my Twitter feed and it was lit, bro. Uh, okay, I'm going to investigate this afterwards. Um, but yeah, uh, here 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 you go. Here's Thank a you, whole Catherine. thread. Thank you, Catherine. Uh, for you guys, put the link in the show notes so that people are who are also very confused can be as confused wow. as I am. Um, I, I'm. Oh my god, I'm going to check this out later. Oh my god, it's this so is stupid. like this is as nerdy as nerdy can get. It's I mean, so stupid. Why would they not put actual no, no, sorry, not actual esport, but why would they not put like league or Dota or CS, but they're going to put fucking Excel? Listen, the world runs off <sighs> Excel. <laughs> The world god. is just fucking spreadsheets. Fucking really? It. It's true. I swear, I swear to God. And like, honestly, I've been in game dev for like two years. And I'm telling you, <sighs> it's all Excel spreadsheets and PowerPoint presentations. That's all video games are. Uh, my job I mean, that's is all, too. That's, what, that's all business is. That's all like, my job I is it, too. I need actual <laughs> fucking mechanics getting approved. Oh my god! Anyway, reporting. Um, I'll I'll put the I'll put the link of from by uh, Chase Breedlove that did like some snippets, and it yeah. was just like mm, okay. I'm going to check that out later. I am Leah. You are most social media platforms, but of course, you want to know everything there's to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at the Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook. Just Girls on Games on Instagram. Discord.me/slash Girls on Games. Continue this conversation and much, much more. But of course, if you want to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That is our website, GirlsOnGames.ca. Thank you, Cat. Thank you, Simon. It's been another lovely week in video games, and I'm off to take care of my settlement peoples. Bye. Ciao.